everybody. Thanks for tuning in again for the Making It Our Own podcast, your mother-daughter podcast dedicated to the Making It crafting competition on NBC. I'm Tracy, and I'm here with Mimi. How are you doing, Mimi? I'm doing good, thanks. Awesome. So I'm the daughter, and Mimi's my mom, and uh, we've shared a love of crafting and making things for a long time together. So we look forward each week to breaking down the latest episode of Making It and talking about our favorites and um, and some of our own ideas and inspirations. So I um, I enjoyed this episode quite a bit, Mimi. I, don't, I think it might have been one of my favorites. What about you? I really liked it, too. I, <laughs> I know these shit things are, you know, really in now, and I never thought mm-hmm. about having one, but um, Mm -hmm. I see it definitely be a good thing. (laughs) Yeah, now I totally want one, yeah. It's so funny, I was, um, one of the first things I thought about after the episode was how the sheds were basically the adult version of the forts or structures that they made earlier in the season, you know, for kids. They're like grown-up forts, you know. Um, and I, cause I remember thinking how cool all the forts were. I was like, oh man, if I was a kid, I'd love this. You know, even as an yeah. adult, I love, I'd love to have my own little space, you know, and that's, that's what they did this week. So yeah, that was, that was, that was super cool. It was just a lot of fun. It's cause all the, the, the challenges are kind of, you know, they are expanding and getting bigger and, um, and more involved. So it's just sort of an escalation of, of ideas and things. So I, I just think it was a really fun episode. Um, and I, I couldn't resist uh, Nick and Amy doing their little dance. Do you remember that <laughs> when they were talking about the level floor? Well, maybe it should have, you know, be groovy. <laughs> that was so funny. That was really cute. I enjoyed that a lot. But yeah, before they, they got... So What's that? Oh, they add so much to it, too. They do. They They really do. Um, so before we get to, to more detail about the sheds, you know, they were tasked with the faster craft with making, uh, I guess a lamp or a light fixture, um, with natural elements, um, bringing the outdoors in, I guess they called it. What did you think of that, just that description of that project before they even get, got started? Did it sound difficult to you or interesting? Um, it it sounded kind of um, strange because <laughs> I thought, you know, light fixtures with natural elements, to me, it looked like that was going to equal fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. And so, and I, I think, you know, some of them could have caught on fire. <laughs> the, right. The, the judges even, even mentioned that. Um but yet, yeah, that's what they were tasked to do. So, so one of the things I thought about as I was was watching what they were doing, I wondered what sort of preservation type process would be involved. Like Kim was saying, his um, I guess they were palm, some type of palm leaves. You know, he said they could come in and out. Like you know, you could just attach them temporarily, and then you know, remove those and get new ones next time you wanted to use it. They weren't permanent, you know. Um, but otherwise, you know, what would you do? Do you know, are there any sorts of sprays or, um, 
things that you can put on leaves and bark or something that would, you know, make it not flammable or would that make it more flammable? I don't know. It it may make it more flammable. And yeah. the thing is, um, you know, a white bulb, it's just really hot. I mean, you, yeah. you can't with your hand, you know, right. or anything like that, or you shouldn't if you're really smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but they even showed a few examples, you know, before they started in, you know, when they when they assigned the challenge, they kind of put up a few pictures, and there were some neat-looking things. So uh, if anybody knows, I'd, I'd love to hear about um, yeah. ways that you do make that safe, you know, because yeah. part of me was, you know, like when, when Dana told Billy that, you know, it, he was going to burn the house down, <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> Billy's probably not an electrician, you know, they were – so I wonder what the you know really where do you draw the line because they are using natural elements they're they're pleasing to the eye they're creative you know all these things but were they really was that part of the challenge were they really expected to make something that would be totally safe because that seems like that would be really hard it seemed like you would have to have more than you know crafting and maker expertise to to ensure right. that they were safe but but let's just back up and look at the designs themselves and the aesthetic of it which one of those lamps was the most pleasing to you well i I was just really excited about uh kim's light fixture at first Mm -hmm. and i thought before he put um the palm leaves on i thought well that just looks you know kind of like a, a regular fixture you might see at the store or something but then when he added those palms and then added the second set of palms, it just looked so mm-hmm. elegant and yeah. beautiful. And uh, it definitely gave off a good light. And, I, you know, they do use wood and regular lamps. And I mm-hmm. think some of them may use the rice paper, but I, I don't know how flammable that might be. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, they just made it look so elegant. And um, the yeah. way he signed it, uh, you know, you mentioned that he said you could take the leaves out and replace mm-hmm. them, but I thought you could also maybe take um, some some other, maybe a flowered element and mm-hmm. change the whole look of it for the season. That's true. So, but but um, I, I'm into uh, silk flowers, so I don't yeah. I don't maybe less likely to catch fire or not. Uh huh. Yeah, you could make a lamp that had natural looking elements. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but yeah, you're right about the way he had like the little the holes or um made there that you know he could change in and out different types of features on it to to decorate it. You know, not just the palm leaves. It, it did make it, you know, pretty flexible, you know, for yeah. having different looks if he wanted to. Um, I definitely enjoyed that one too. And I was excited about how he, how excited he was about using the lathe. Um, <laughs> right. I just thought that was fun, you know. And, um, but probably the one that probably caught my eye the most and I was like, oh, that's really cool was ambers and it because i think what i really liked it was it was um well i liked that it was round and circular what she did with the embroidery hoops i thought that was that was clever but it was just it was kind of like you're used to seeing 
a lampshade, but then it had that neat pop with the colorful flowers. And um, I like the the color the the colors of dye that she used for them. And I thought the kernels were were fun. It was like it was sort of a almost minimalist, but then you had the the pop of the flowers. And um, and I'm not trying to be funny because I know they talked about popcorn, but I, I I do mean just a pop of color. But uh, I thought it was very, it was very striking and neat looking. Um, I, I thought it was it was really cute. You know, it was just fun and colorful and bright. And, um, and so that that was probably my favorite. And and then maybe Kim. I I liked the idea of Joe's and when she was talking about it and um, working on it, I thought, oh, this is going to be really cool. But I didn't yeah. seem to enjoy the finished one as much as watching her make it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I like the individual parts. I love the tassels. Yeah. And, you know, I mm-hmm. was like you thinking, boy, the flowers with these tassels, that's going to really be mm-hmm. pretty. Um, but it just, I don't know if the light didn't shine through the way she wanted or if it, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just looked, um, Looks a little heavy to me. Like maybe right. if it had right. been spread out a little bit, maybe maybe there were just more tassels than I had envisioned on it. Right. Um, maybe maybe if the light could have peered through, but um, you know, I, but I, I really enjoyed the idea. Uh, you know, right. when she was describing it and working on it, so maybe maybe just a little tweaking. Who knows? And, and Billy's was fun, um, and I love that he sort of had you know was kind of honoring his mom. Um, with a memory from the, the birds that she had. But, um, you know, you couldn't really see the light very well underneath it. It was... No, the whole time he was up. working, and I just thought, man, where, where's your light? You know, is it really yeah. going to light up, you know? Yeah. So but, uh, it, itself was beautiful. Yeah, it was. You're right. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So let's talk about those cool sheds. Um, what did what did you think of that project at first? Were you excited to see what they were gonna do, or were you like, oh, this, you know, this this is not gonna be that interesting? Did, what what did you think? Well, I I thought it could be interesting, but I uh-huh. was decorating a whole room in the time that they had was gonna be really hard because I mean they've had a a hard time finishing some smaller products, um, yeah. you know, that amount of time. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I just, I loved all the sheds, and I would have yeah. enjoyed being in any of them. It was yeah. just depending on what I was in the mood for that day. And, right, um, I know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, that I could have picked, you know, just one, but... Um, each shed, I felt like, was a place that that contestant felt comfortable and relaxed. And mm-hmm. I really thought they were a little hard on Billy's shed because it kind of wasn't their thing, I don't think, as much as some of the others. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it was all about him because, I mean, he just obviously oh, yeah. loved being with friends and family and having fun together. And mm-hmm. uh, so his shed was more of, um, a lot of the others were thinking about, you know, being just to themselves, but but his one comes from being with others, and so uh, 
I thought it was really cool, and I thought he did a good job of representing what he wanted to say with it anyway. Yeah, it's funny you said that. I actually wrote down that um, me personally, when I was thinking about the sheds, I, it did appeal to me that I'd like a place to sort of relax alone and have a space of my own, and everybody did that for the most part um, except for Billy's. It was a shared space. Everyone else yeah. kind of made it for themselves or like Kia, maybe he and Amanda, you know, but his was more of well, a, I, a shared space with, with a bunch of people. So that did, that made his stand out um, even more. Um, well, but I, I thought, I thought that, I mean, that struck me the same way that that was unique about his. And uh, so, well, well, which one would you have chosen or maybe not necessarily one that you would want to use yourself. That could be two different answers. So which mm-hmm. one did you like the most? You thought was, which one did you think was the best? And then which one would you want to use? It could, could be the same, well, maybe not. Joe has, you know, I like things finished and, and perfect and organized and detailed. So <laughs> that's, that's her, you know. And yeah. her ship was really beautiful, but uh, I was thinking myself, I wouldn't want a shed that I was going to go in and work, you know. Okay. For me, shed equals relaxing, you know, even if you're mm-hmm. working something you enjoy doing. And, right. uh, I mean, she had it beautiful inside and out. Everywhere you looked, things were pretty and coordinated with one another and everything, but um, I thought, you know, overall it was, like, the prettiest one. Um, Okay. But the the one I probably would want to hang out in would have been um, Amber's. Okay. I like, you know, her long bench, you know, where you could sit and relax, and um, Mm -hmm. she – she had some elements that, that she enjoyed that maybe I wouldn't have enjoyed um, in the same way, but um, I think I would have gone there. Well, like I said, mm-hmm. I would have gone there one day. Then one day I would have gone to the <laughs> and, you know, laid out on his murky bed and just yeah. watch stars and, you know, let that roof open up. I, I know at one time it was a big thing to put um, – sunroofs in uh, people's homes, uh, particularly yeah. in the bedroom, you know, where they could look up at night and see the stars right. that. So, um, but I don't think they do that as much now. And um, let's see. What was the other and, one? Well, then Billy's. when you're in the party mood, you want Billy's, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we could get Nick <laughs> to play. He did such a good job. Yeah. Trumpet, you know, and uh, everything. So, um, yeah, I just, I really hated to see Billy go home, but I guess that's the idea of the program. Somebody has to, and I wouldn't have wanted any of the others to go home either. So, I know, I know, um, yeah, there's, there's never really been a good choice, and it just gets harder and harder as the group gets smaller. I mean, I think the perfect saying for Billy is go big or go home. Because he always right. did just go out with what, you know, he did go big. He he had big ideas. He knew what he wanted. It was always colorful and bright and, um, yeah, just so 
I, I think I think he did great. I think that's his style: go big or go home. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, his family, you know, his been. Uh, uh-huh. He did the clam bake because that's what you know he had at his wedding and everything. Everything in one way or the other related back to his family, and that just that's true. Yeah. You know, Makes him seem so sweet to me. Yeah, he he did have he did bring a lot of a lot of nice memories and and family ideas into it. Yeah, I I enjoyed them all as as well too. I mean, and that's the thing. You're at this point in the competition with, you know, presumably the the four best so far. I mean, we haven't wanted to see anyone go, but we are narrowing it down. And so, you know, the assumption is that you're getting the cream of the crop at this stage. So you would expect everything to be really good, but my favorite, probably overall, was Joe's. Um, uh, I did feel like I think you kind of mentioned this that hers was probably the most finished, you know, the right. most with the detail and it just you know and, and like she said and they said she's a, she's an interior designer so that she's great at pulling things together, you know, and making a whole room. But I, I like the colors and I like the the workspace and it was just. It's just very pleasing to the eye. Now, what I would want for myself is we can talk about that later, but if I had to pick one of those for me to use, it probably would be Joe's with Amber's pink crushed velvet bench. Right. You know, I would want her bench and Joe's shed. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I would kind of combine those two because I would want a place to to – to doodle and craft and stuff, but I'd also want a place to maybe lay down or sit back and relax as well. I yeah. want a little bit of, of both. So I think I would I would pull from both of their sheds. Um, yeah. But with that said, I've always, and I think you probably know this, I, I, but I've always been fascinated with Murphy beds. So I that, was, that yeah. was an amazing feature of Kim. And I don't know, were those mostly popular like in the 70s? I mean, it, it reminds me of, of childhood for some reason. Not that we ever had one, but I guess I remember seeing them on TV, and I just thought they were the coolest thing, you know, that you could pull your bed down each night and then put it away, and it was just like such a cool way to save space. And right. do, you, do you remember them being more popular in one decade versus another? I'm trying to remember. It might have been like... Um, 70s or 80s or something, you know, because basically people's homes used to be smaller. Now everybody, yeah. you know, they have to have so much room. And that was a neat way, you know, a lot of people would have uh, company uh, come, you know, family or something, but mm-hmm. they didn't want to keep the room just as a bedroom. And I just yeah. thought it was so cool. And I remember yeah. seeing some of the decorating magazines I looked at, they would have different uh, designers doing uh, Murphy beds, and I thought they were so cool. And I remember when we went to the beach at one time, um, mm-hmm. there was a hotel down there that had a Murphy bed that you know they could pull down so you could have space for more sleepers. Oh. And I just thought that was wonderful, you know. But they had other bedrooms, and it was just your dad and I, so we didn't need to pull it down. But I mm-hmm. just thought that was a neat idea, and I think I think even 
years and years ago, um, they had Murphy beds in people's apartments and things because so many people mm-hmm. lived in one building, you know, and they just had two or three rooms, and so they were used during the day, and then, you know, they had to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. So I think they around mm-hmm. a long time. We'd have to look that up sometime. <laughs> you have to do some research, but, the, yeah, yeah, we both agree those are super cool. So, I mean, I thought the roof was amazing. And then when he said, yeah, there's a little something behind here, I was just like, I was really thought that was cool. Um, yeah. So um, what about our judge's corner? Is there is there something that you recall that you agreed with that the judges said and maybe something you disagreed with that they had to say? I think it's pretty obvious that I, I like the light. So I was happy for mm-hmm. their Choice of key, I'm there. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. Uh, I did agree with them about Billy's light because I thought his parrot was beautiful, but I kept thinking I'm not seeing any light coming from mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And, uh, as I said earlier, I thought the judges were a little hard on Billy uh, and his shed because it just didn't seem to be. It either wasn't their thing or maybe they didn't think it um, was uh, something that should be a group thing, but, you know, just an individual thing. So maybe they thought he didn't have the idea right or something. Hmm. But um, I was also a little surprised and disappointed at Dana's comment about Amber's popcorn not being painted on her Mm -hmm. life because... I thought the idea was to use things naturally, you know, or in yeah, your yeah. mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, it, it looks like seeds. I've seen, you know, flowers like that, you know, and if yeah. you paint what's left to be natural on it, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So well, she did paint the she did paint the corn husks, but at the same right. time, do you, do you need again? She already painted the corn husks, you know, so. It's, you don't need to necessarily paint everything, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, that was that was one that I disagreed with as well. I thought I thought the the corn naturally looked just right, and I thought painting the corn husks was a good choice. A little bit of both, a little bit of color, and then some just natural. But I, I mean, I almost think it wouldn't have been as striking if the um, kernels were colored they wouldn't have they might not have even looked like kernels corn kernels you know like right. in their in their natural colors you're like oh that's cool that the center is made of corn kernels but if they were painted they might have just looked like beads or something you know you might not have sure. even recognized them I, I just thought hers looked very finished very complete very pretty and i just didn't think there was you needed to add or change something to it you know right right so uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm on I'm on the same page there with you about not um, not really agreeing there. One thing I did agree with though is not necessarily about Billy's space in general because when you think about it, his that being a shared space made his very unique. You know, it made his stand out from the rest. The only thing that they said about his that I that I did kind of agree with was about the stools. I wish he had done something right. to them. You know, because everything had such a, a neat you – know, went with the theme of, of New Orleans and was bright and colorful and, 
you know, like, a, you know, he thought about being at a party, you know. And so right. the stools seemed kind of plain to be, you know, in that space. Um, but at the same time I'm saying that, you know, they made a comment, Dana made a comment to Joe about she wished she'd made one of her shelves or work surfaces more colorful like the rest. And she said, well, sometimes your eyes need a rest. And I thought that was very true. And I yeah. thought that was great that she kind of defended her work and had a good reason for that, you know. Um, but but Billy's, like, the whole thing was just kind of, I mean, it, because it was a party theme, I kind of did think everything in there could have been colorful and, you know, kind of crazy um, right. for his. So I, I don't mean to contradict myself there, but I, I did think something with the stools, even if it had been like a, on the, the the part you sit on, the actual sitting surface, you know, not necessarily have to be the uh-huh. whole, everything about it. But um, right. what did you think about the stools for his? Um, I didn't really think much about it until Simon pointed it out. And yeah. um, since I, I really liked Billy, I, I guess I wanted to defend him by saying that he <laughs> did do, he did so much artwork. Yeah. He beautiful outside of his right. shed mm-hmm. Billy's place and um, everything else in it. And, you know, Kim did a great job with his things, but, you know, there wasn't a lot in there. And he had said mm-hmm. that he, began, he was going to try to find a, a telescope, and he didn't. And then Nick's so good about helping everybody <laughs> out. Yeah, he is. Got that. So, um he was just one person, and I don't know how long, you know, it took to do his flag and, uh, you know, cut out the um, balcony-type thing. So, thank you. Yeah. He out of time. Mm-hmm. But, um, probably. Uh, probably. Yeah, if he had time, I think he probably would have done something with that, something too. But, but you're right. Everything was so special and fancy. You know, let's have fun and then... The regular stools. Yeah, yeah. But I hear you. I hear you. Basically, you're saying Billy can do no wrong in your eyes. But I get it. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Definitely got a a Billy fan here in Mimi and 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 me as well. Um, All right. Well, let's shift back to the idea of natural elements. Have you ever used natural elements in a craft? Not really that I can remember. Uh, I know when I was five, I had an uncle that could uh, make me the most beautiful rings from acorns. He used to take his pocket knife. That was way back when people used to carry pocket knives. And he I think they still do. You think so? Okay. I I know people that do, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, he would uh, cut out the two sides of the acorn and you could put your finger through, and then the cap of the acorn made like the stone or the jewel on the ring, you know. And I thought that oh, was neat. really special and, and fun. Yeah. And he was he was one of the many favorite uncles too. So yeah. Uh, when I when I think about natural things, you know, I, that's what I remember. But myself, mm-hmm. I don't. I've ever really done anything with. Uh, natural elements, because I do kind of worry about them, um, I guess, uh, getting fragile or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, doesn't hold up. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I don't really remember anything as an adult that I've made with natural elements so much. I, I, I thought of a lot of kids' crafts that, you know, right. I've done with seashells and sand and rocks and, and um, you know, doing leaf prints, you know, coloring over the leaf and getting the veins of the leaf and, and things oh. like that. I mean, there there's a lot of, you know, fun things you can do, but my memories tend to be associated with, like, you know, kids' crafts at camp or um, yeah. and things like that. So I have to I have to try to dig deeper and see if I recall ever doing something else. But uh, yeah, it's mostly the kids' things that I think of. Well, yeah. tell me about um, what kind of shed you would make if you had all the materials and all the know-how. What would what would your shed end up looking like? Well, I, I guess. Um, it would be my individual shed, but um, I would pick some of the um, elements of the guys girls on the uh, program. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I, as I understand it, a shed is a place where an individual uh, will relax and enjoy his favorite pastime. So my shed would mm-hmm. have a long, comfy, comfy bench that I mm-hmm. can sit on or stretch out on and. I'd have it long enough for two people to sit on in case I wanted to sit and talk with an old friend or family member and invite mm-hmm. somebody occasionally uh, into my shed. And um, on the bench, I'd have throw pillows and a napkin. And one uh, end of the shed, I would have bookshelves from the top to the bottom for um, mm-hmm. books audio books, magazines, family picture albums, and there'd be a few dolls and old pieces of china worked in between the books. And mm-hmm. somewhere on the shelf would be a basket with my cell phone and tablet because I always want to be available to my uh, family if they need me. Mm-hmm. And um, the wall opposite uh, the bookshelves would have the faux fireplace like um key oh and yeah uh-huh. i think it's relaxing to to lay and you know watch the fire even if it yeah. is a you know an artificial fire uh-huh. and uh, um the walls on the front of the shed on one side of the door i'd have a small fridge with water and other beverages for me or me and my guests and on uh-huh. the other side of the door there would be a cabinet with napkins and cups and paper plates that I'd use to serve my friend or myself. And on top of the cabinet, I would have um, a radio that would play old classic radio shows or just relaxing music. Oh, very cool. It sounds very nice. I think yeah. I would enjoy hanging out in there. Would you let me come over? Oh, sure. You could be my other person on the bench. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Got a spot for me. Good. Well, I was thinking about mine, and I kind of described mine as like a little coffee lounge with a a place to nap, um, some type of long bench where you like you like you where you could lay down or um, sit, um, and uh, maybe a chair where you could sort of recline if there was was room for both. But I definitely would like to be able to to sit up but also be able to lay down and I'd like to have sort of brown hues in there 
Um, not, I, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd go for the bright colors because I'd want it to be kind of a napping, relaxing place, but I'd also want, um, Wi-Fi in there and an outlet so I could have my laptop because sometimes I like to do my writing. Um, and I'd also have a bookshelf because it'd be a good place to, to read. Um, so mostly for probably like writing, and reading and napping, and I would do um, a tin roof. I would, I'd want a tin roof because I would love to go out there and take a nap when it's raining. I love hearing the rain on a tin roof. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, so that would be my roof. And I, I would have a little corner um, with my Keurig coffee maker um, so that I could – and I'd have some of my favorite mugs displayed on the bookshelf too – so I could have a cup of coffee in there. Um, but, yeah, I think that that describes awesome. it pretty well. Yeah. So, oh, and I, I did put down that I would have um, – I probably would ask Kim to make me um, a place to <laughs> hang blankets on the wall, like rods, like a, you know. That oh, you could, yeah. Yes, I'd want – because you don't have a lot of space on the floor. Or I don't want to just pile them up. I'd like to be able to display them on the wall, but then I could, you know, easily access a blanket to curl up and take a nap or or uh, put over me as I read a book. So, um, yeah, Kim could participate. Really, anybody who wants to can um, <laughs> is more than welcome to build that little coffee lounge <laughs> nap shed for me. Well, All that's welcome. Yeah. yeah. So, that sounds yeah, great. Part of me thought of it almost like a little tiny um, – log cabin, you know, or something kind of, kind yeah. of look. So, yeah. Um, well, you know, back yeah. in those, if they did have racks and things to hang their quilts on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That yeah. all goes together. Yeah. A little bit of rustic look, but yet yeah, definitely comfortable. So. Right. Um, okay. So what about, um, this, the, the master challenge really moved into the area of design. So I thought it'd be fun to talk a little bit about crafting versus designing and is there a difference? And do you think some contestants used crafting more and some used designing more or what do you think? Well, I think you're right about the fact that that some of the contestants used um, designing more than mm-hmm. than the others. Um, mm-hmm. To to me, a, a designer is the person who gives the idea, and the crafter is the one that kind of brings it to life. And mm-hmm. if you can do both things, then I'd say you're you're doubly blessed. You know, right. Uh, and designer can can draw a picture and explain what he wants, but um, the seamstress or the tailor is the one that really has to to bring it to life. And uh, to me, I don't think one talent is any more than another. And um, uh-huh. I, I think you're right to be the master crafter. You're going to have to be able to do pretty well at, at both things. Yeah. So uh, I that's kind of the difference. Um, thinking about individual 
um, I hadn't really thought about each contestant in which they had the most of or if they uh, had equal amounts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know uh, Robert was really uh, creative and could bring his ideas forth, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I noticed these last episodes, they've been showing the little designs um, of what was done before they actually showed um, the product. And, you know, mm-hmm. I thought, you know, that person doing the drawing has the talent, the, the person. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The idea did the talent and the person mm-hmm. that put it all together. So, um, yeah, I, I, I thought, you know, how do you choose a winner? But maybe, maybe they can go back or maybe they have already rated, you know, who had which thing and most of what or an even amount of both. Right. Yeah, because we did see them this week getting a lot of help from other people on the show, whether it be Jimmy, the shop master, or just other crew members, you know, because they, you know, Kim had these really big ideas, and obviously he didn't have the time to, you know, create those tracks and, and do all that with the roof and make the Murphy bit, you know. So it, you know, it, it, it makes me kind of speculate, well, if you have the best idea and you can, you know, get the help you need to implement it, does that give you an advantage over someone who is trying to do it all themselves? Um, and, and I don't know how much of that's allowed either. You know, I don't know how much they can ask for help. Right. But, you know, everyone has obviously, I think pretty much seen everyone receive some, you know, help getting yeah. things completed. But, um, but yeah, it's just, it's interesting watching some folks really digging in and making something versus, you know, some folks are, putting together the big picture, you know, like Amber, she had, you know, definitely had it. Well, they all had a theme. I mean, so you can't say that, but, um, but she also, we see her making a lot of her pieces, you know, she cut those corn husks and dyed them herself. A A lot of her things have been very labor intensive. You know, she made that glittered paper, you know, there wasn't glittered paper already. She added the, you know, so um yeah it's just it's it's just so fascinating looking at the different styles and the different ways that they work you know exactly so, like he wanted uh, his roof to open up and I know he's uh, excellent with wood and that type of thing so he mm-hmm. may have been able to tell them well I want these tracks placed in in this point or they may you know mm-hmm. because what I, I want to do, do you guys have any suggestions about, you know, how we can make it happen? So you mm-hmm. don't, you know, you don't really know to what extent, you know, they had help or advice. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure overall it was probably even, like you say, for everyone. Yeah. And we don't get to see every step of the process. Like one thing that really caught my eye that I thought was very um striking and just fit really well was did you notice on Amber's I think her door was pink and she had those three 
um, rectangular windows, um, sort of yeah. staggered. And that was yeah. very retro. I, I remember, yeah. you know, and it went perfectly with her theme. So I don't know if she cut those windows out, but I'm sure, I'm pretty certain she had the idea for it to look that way, you know. Right. So um, and let's see. So let's think about that. She had a door with those windows. Kim's door, I think, was a, one of those half doors that you can swing right. just the top portion open. Billy took the doors off because he had a balcony, and right. I don't remember a lot about Joe's door. Um, yeah. I don't remember what it looks like closed. I know she had a little bit of that, like, um, not paneling, but what do you call it when it's – she had, like, little strips of wood, not not the shims that she did with all the different colors, but on the outside she had a little um, accent piece of wood going at angles at different places. Um, right. I don't know what you call that, but I don't, I don't remember the color of her door. Yeah, well, I think the most most of the time they were focusing on her uh, shed. The door was open. So you yeah, know, I think so. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't remember too much about if there was a, a window or anything on it or mm-hmm. not. The strips, but mm-hmm. um, it, we'll we'll have to go back and. Look at that. Well, speaking of of Joe, she was the big winner of the Master Challenge this week. So we have an we have an interview with her to share where we can talk to her in more detail about that. So if you don't do you have anything else, Mimi, that you wanted to touch on before we get to the interview? No, I I'd like to hear from her. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. It's it's the finale. We're at the finals. We have three folks going in. We have Joe, Amber, and Kim. So I'm not sure how they plan to break that down to the to the final two, and then um, and then of course we'll be down to one. But I'm very excited about it, and very excited to to see the challenge. It looks. I don't know if you saw any of the previews, Mom, but it looks like there's some type of wedding theme. Oh, okay. that's do right. out. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah. It's, it, and again, it's that whole idea of escalating to bigger and bigger projects. Um, wow. So, yeah, I can't wait. So, enjoy our interview with Joe, and we'll be back next week to talk about the finale. Bye, everyone. Bye now. Welcome, everybody. I have the special opportunity to speak with one of the Making It finalists, Joe Gick. Welcome, Joe. Thanks for joining me. Hi. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, it was a big night last night. Uh, well, sorry, two nights ago um, this week on Making It with um, your Master Challenge win with the Shed. So I definitely want to pick your brain about that a little bit. But we're going to okay. kind of start off with a softball question. Um, you use beautiful colors in your projects. I, I, I've noticed lots of beautiful colors. What are your favorite colors? Oh, wow, that's a tough one. My favorite colors, <laughs> I would say, are um, emerald green, gold, navy blue, uh, coral, and I always like to do a touch of white because I think, well, uh-huh. a lot of white because I think that all the colors pop off the white, and that's why I really, okay. really like Okay, it. that makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, well, what would you say are maybe two projects that you've enjoyed the most so far on the show from what we've, we've seen in the five episodes? Uh, I would say the two the two projects that I enjoyed the most um, were definitely the Rainbow Four because mm-hmm. the Rainbow Four, you know, I designed kids' rooms. I love to design kids' rooms, and so that yeah. really that challenge really spoke to me because I'm like, okay, like kids' project, like I got this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I loved rainbows when I was little. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I could have a fort, what would I want my fort to be when I was little? So mm-hmm. I played the rainbow fort. And then, and then, obviously the shed because yeah. I mean it's an interior design challenge. I'm an interior designer, so I just really felt in my element on that challenge. So that was definitely um, my favorite as well. Okay, very cool. I think those are great choices. It's so funny that you mentioned those two because my mom and I, when we were recording for the podcast earlier this week, we talked about how the sheds were kind of like grown-up versions of forts. <laughs> right. Um, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I remember watching the episode where you guys made the fort, and I was like, oh, they're so cool, and it makes you want to be a kid again. And then we see the episode where you make the sheds, and we're like, well, we could we could have our own, you know, grown-up fort with a shed. So those right. were there definitely very, very inspiring. Now, we like Thank it you. when the judges and um, Nick and Amy stop by your table. Like, we get to learn more about what you're doing and mm-hmm. a little bit of education, and, you know, it's fun. But for you mm-hmm. as a contestant, honestly – is that hard sometimes to be interrupted when you're working on a design? No, I mean, it, it's actually like a really nice break because you're so okay. in tune to what you're doing. And so to have mm-hmm. a little bit of comic relief and a little bit of like, hey, like, remember this is still fun. Like, you know, you're you're okay. under like the gun and you're trying to get this done, but this is still fun. So have fun while you're doing it. So okay, um, sure. I think it was a nice break, yeah. That, that makes sense. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad it was, it was fun for you, too. Um, is there anything that the three of you that are in the finals, is there anything that you did to celebrate going to the finals? Did you go out for a special dinner or anything or high-five each other? You know, what, what was the celebration? Um, <laughs> honestly, um, we were also just so dead tired <laughs> from all the of, like, you know, oh, filming, casting. But it was mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we're all, you know, like, we just had, like, a second to even, like, think about it. You know what I mean? So oh, okay. um, we definitely, you know, high-fived each other and was like, oh, my gosh, you're like, we're the last one, we're <laughs> the finals, you know. But mm-hmm. um, we, didn't, we didn't have any special dinners or anything like that. We just, you know. Okay. Um, we were just like, okay, let's, let's do this one more. <laughs> one more. Yeah, I guess you have to keep the momentum going probably. Right. Um, did, did did you crash hard when it was all over? Oh yes, like I okay. I, I it was like um, it was like kind of right before the holidays started um, was when I when we got back and mm-hmm. I was like okay I'm not taking on any new clients because there's mm-hmm. no way I can like design a whole house before Christmas so that's not gonna happen. <laughs> so I was like you mm-hmm. know what? I'm just gonna like enjoy it, enjoy my family, and take some time off. And so I just kind of decompressed, and, you know, being away from mm-hmm. them um, was really hard. So I just wanted to kind of soak them up and be with them sure. um, without interruptions for a while. And I, um, I'm i such a homebody. Like, I love to be at home. And mm-hmm. so I just, like, 
we had just moved into a remodeled house that I had um, I had been working on with my husband, and I still had a lot of like final touches to do on it. So I just kind of focused on that and relaxing, okay. and and yeah, so it was nice to it was it felt good to be home. <laughs> that sounds like a really good way to 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 approach it. I'm glad you got some downtime because I get yeah. tired watching you guys. I, it's exciting, <laughs> but I'm like, man, whoo. Um, yeah, I mean, to be creative on demand like that is, is yeah. uh, you know, it can be, like, mentally a little bit tough because you're like, okay, sure. like I have to make something, and it's got to be amazing, and I have to do it in this amount of time, and everyone's watching me on TV, and this is, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's, so. that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It really resonated with me when you talked to the judges about your shed this week, when you talked about – Sometimes you need to rest your eyes when you're you're looking at yeah. it, and you get all the beautiful bright colors. I mean, it just made so much sense to me um, because things, you know, a design, a piece of art, a piece of furniture, you know, anything could could get too overwhelming. So, right. do you have any sort of rule of thumb about where you or when you take those opportunities in a design to let eyes rest, um, like sort of, you know every mm-hmm. other shelf, so to speak, or is it just purely just artistic in your mind that it tells you we need a break here? Yeah, I think a mistake that um, a lot of people make is they over-design things. So um, okay. they're so focused about every single surface having something going on. And I, I think that, you know, design is a balance of, you know, is a balance of color and texture and, you know, pattern. And sometimes when you have too many patterns, which if I would have painted something on that desk, it, it basically would have been another pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and I just felt like it would have compete with each other. Like even the floor. So my the back wall was really busy, a lot of color. But mm-hmm. even the floor, like I left it mostly wood and did a little bit of color because I wanted it. I wanted it to complement the wall. I didn't want it to compete with it. And I okay. just felt that if I had another element like the desk that was busy, it would just have competed with it. And then above it, I had a busy shelf of stuff on it. So I, you know, I don't know. I, it's kind of a case by case basis. I would say, you know, Mm I, you know, and another thing that I I thought about, I was like, well, if I, if I would have done something on the tabletop, then if Mm -hmm. I'm creating something, I want like a plain surface to just look at that. Like I don't want a busy surface to work on. Like even my desk, Um, in my craft room at home and my office at home are white desks mm-hmm. because I just don't want to see anything but, you know, what what I'm working on to pop off of the desk. So mm-hmm. that was another reason why. And um, I was surprised that they, um, you know, usually I didn't, I didn't have any, like, I just would accept the criticism. But on that mm-hmm. one, I really felt like, wait a second, like, I really know about this. Like, I, this is my mm-hmm. thing. Like, let me tell you why I did what I did. Like, I sort of felt like I had to defend myself a little bit. I thought, yeah, um, great. Maybe that's just, like, the interior designer in me. Like, well, you know, mm-hmm. because when I meet with a client and they're like, well, I'm not sure about that. And I'm always like, well, this is why I did this. And then it makes sense right. to them. So I sort of felt like I was at a presentation. Like, well, this is the reason why I left the desk top plane, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, well, it was important for everyone to to learn and to know that that was an intentional choice, not that right. you ran out of time or you didn't think about doing that 
that was purposeful, you know, and it made so much sense. So I, I thought right. I thought that was great that you you pointed that out because I mean we can all learn from that as well too that yeah. more is not always better. You know? Right? Yeah, so. I think you can definitely overdo things sometimes, and I I didn't want to do that. Now I have to go back and look. It was so much fun with the reveal of all the sheds. Did we see your door um, on the episode? Do you recall? Because my mom and I were trying to figure out what did Joe's door look like because we could. Remember some some um, pieces about the other contestants, but then I saw a picture maybe that you posted on Instagram, and I saw that you had the shims on the bottom half. Is that right? Yeah. So um, yeah. So if you look on Instagram, yeah, you can see I had posted all of the kind of close up pictures so you could kind of see it better. Okay. So I did the okay. just on the very front of the door because when you look in, I didn't. I wanted you to see like a little peek of what was inside. And that's okay. why I did the shims on the door and then just a little bit. I didn't want to do the whole bottom um, part where you, you know, the step. Mm-hmm. I just wanted a little, like, a little bit of it. And so okay. then when you open the door, like, the whole thing would be, you know, the shims. But yeah. yeah. I wanted to look okay. pretty, just as pretty on the inside as it did on the outside. Sure. Yeah. Well, it definitely did. Definitely, definitely achieved that goal. <laughs> um, are there any new techniques that you've incorporated into your work that maybe you saw another contestant doing or that you learned about with your time on the show? Um, you know, it was it was such a whirlwind that I didn't really get to like pay too much attention to what how other people right. were making things. I would love to like sit down with Robert and, and ask him like, how did you do this or how did you do that? Like mm-hmm. I have no idea how you did that or Kim, you know, like <laughs> Show me how you made that again on the wave. Like, what's going on? Yeah. But um, I can't say that I picked up any new skills from anyone. I wish that I would have. We would have had time for that because I think it would have been sure. fun to be like, "Hey, everybody, like, look at this. Have you guys mm-hmm. done this before?" Um, but I, I certainly like saw things that people did, and I was like, "Wait a second! Like, how did they do that?" You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Billy really like blows my mind with the felt because even when I was mm-hmm. thinking about leprechaun before the St. Patrick's Day door, yeah, I was uh-huh. trying to like cut cut it out of felt and like make it look good and it just looks like so cartoony to me and like weird looking and I'm like, how do you make like these amazing things out of felt? Like I feel like every time I cut it, it kind of like splits and like cuts it funny and that's not really what I wanted. And I'm just like, I don't know how he does it because it, you know, yeah. I've certainly made plenty of costumes out of felt, but to make right. like a caricature or like a like something that actually looks like a real thing out of felt is really mm-hmm. hard for me to do. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's very impressive. But but all of you are in in, in different ways. It's it's so much fun to see what your your specialties are. But um, thank you. Yeah, I certainly don't know how how he does it either. <laughs> um, <laughs> So what kind of judge do you think you would be if you were one of the judges? What kind of criteria would you be looking for in projects? Because we've debated about that a lot on the podcast and on social mm-hmm. media. Like, well, is it fair to consider that? You know, we just, you know, toss ideas around. So what do you think your main criteria would be? I mean, I think I would definitely um, approach it, like, in a, in a design way, um, mm-hmm. you know, Having, you know, my degree in interior design, like, I definitely look at design maybe a little bit different than, you know, maybe an artist would because it's, it's a little bit more okay. technical, I think, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would definitely be looking at craftsmanship and, 
you know, glue lines and joints and, you know, color composition mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, oh, like, is this, you know, I don't know, is this a certain type of style or like, I wouldn't be probably right. as, as concerned with that as I would be like composition and, okay. and layout and that kind of thing. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, this is just kind of a silly question, so there's no right or wrong okay. answer. But but back to your your job as an interior designer, um, I imagine mm-hmm. you have to meet with clients and you know find out what they want first of all. There's probably right. like an initial meeting, uh-huh. and then at the very yeah. end, you you do the installation, I guess, when everything uh-huh. comes together. Okay, so right. you have to pick either Amy or Nick, one to do to do the initial meeting with the client. Because you're busy, you, uh-huh. you can't make the, you right. can't make this one. So you you have to pick either Nick or Amy to do the initial meeting with the client, and then the other one would do the final installation. So so what which roles would you put them in? Um, well, I think that I would have Amy. I would have Amy meet the client because okay. Um, I feel like you know she she's like. Um, I think that she like dig a little deeper, like, okay, so what tell me what you like really like. Like she'd get like oh, okay. a little bit more personal and be okay. like, All right, well are you sure you know, she'd kinda of tease them and, and really figure out what they like and then Yeah. Then Nick would come in with his handy skills and just be able to like knock it out, you know what I mean? Okay. So um okay. I think that would be <laughs> that'd be how I would approach it. Okay. I like those choices. I I like that. That that's that's a good plan. So um, where can people find you or follow your work on on social media? Is Instagram the best place, or are there yeah? Other so um, I have um, a website it's called JoeGick.com, and on okay. there you can you can either um, read my blog, you can look at my Instagram, you can buy products in my shop, uh, mm. and then you can also look at um, you. It'll take you over to the J and J Design Group side, um, my interior design side. You can also see uh-huh. um, things, um, projects that I've done over there with my business partner. So, yeah. okay, okay, great. That sounds sounds really good. Well, we wish you the best next week. Thank um, you. Everyone's just so excited. You know, it's all. Yeah. All, <laughs> it's hard to see it come to an end, but it's just really. I know. Well. So. You know, it's um, sad. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, kind of on pins and needles, waiting to see what's going to happen. Yeah. But we know it's going to be good because the work is just so good. And uh, so I, I, I'm glad yeah. I don't have to pick a winner, but um, you, you, <laughs> you definitely <laughs> fall in that category. So thank, thank you, you so much for talking to me. I really appreciate it and, and learned some of stuff from you. All right. Yeah. No here. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.